Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Apparently has other team members, team owners, that is, upset. Attorneys for former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick ask a judge to dismiss a sex abuse case against him. I'm Megan Cloherty. Virginia lawmakers agreed to label fentanyl a weapon of terrorism. I'm Nick Nelly. Games on Wall Street, Dow and Nasdaq both up 72. Good morning, it's 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Severe weather is causing problems from coast to coast, says CBS's Omar Villafranca. At least seven tornadoes touched down in Oklahoma Sunday, the most for any day in February, and two more in Kansas. The system also brought twisters to Illinois and Ohio. In the west, California is cleaning up after historic winter weather triggered landslides over the weekend. Parts of Los Angeles County saw more than 10 inches of rain. A winter storm warning is now posted from New Jersey to Maine. More than half a foot of snow could fall in some areas. And a storm that hit Michigan a week ago is still being felt. Tens of thousands of customers remain without power. The most consequential legal ruling on abortion rights since Roe v. Wade was overturned could affect tens of millions of women nationwide. CBS's Meg Oliver has spoken about it with Megan Boone, an associate professor at the Wake Forest University school of law. The decision is now in the hands of a Trump-appointed federal judge. If there is a nationwide injunction, uh, then the drug used for medication abortions will be off-market in all 50 states, uh, at least during the period where the injunction is in force. Patients will still be able to get a medication abortion even if mifepristone is banned by using the other drug in the combination. An American's been killed in the escalating wave of violence between Israelis and Palestinians in the West Bank. More from CBS's Nora O'Donnell. The Israeli-American was reportedly killed by Palestinian gunmen in one of several drive-by shootings over the weekend. Israeli settlers responded by throwing rocks and setting fire to Palestinians' homes killing at least one person. A spokesman for Democratic Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania says he's on the road to recovery. He's been in treatment for severe clinical depression. He's still got a couple of more weeks to go. Children under 16 are no longer allowed to eat without an adult inside a Chick-fil-A in Royersford, Pennsylvania. KYW's Nikki Dementri says the restriction is posted on the front door. This is a really nice place. Everybody who works here is really nice. If they're having that much of an issue, I 100% support it. The fast food chain writes it happens happens when kids are out of school or on the weekend and parents drop them off to hang out at neighboring businesses. Mama four, Allison Bastin, works in the same shopping center. Yeah, there's times where I've had to go outside of my job and say, hey, you guys need to keep down. You can't run back and forth here. You can't bang on the windows. China is reacting to a Biden administration order to federal agencies to remove the TikTok app from any federal devices within 30 days. TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesman said today the U.S. is overstretching the concept of national security. This is CBS News. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at steelusa.com. S-T-I-H-L-U-S-A dot com. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Josh, quote, After walking around my whole life being a mouth breather, I was excited to try Navage. 
Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. WTOP at 303. It's Tuesday morning, February 28th, 2023. Cloudy and damp early, then afternoon sunshine comes our way. Should be pretty nice later on. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. 40 degrees straight up you're waking up to now. Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Tuesday morning ride. That being the local stories we're looking at for you this early morning, Commander's owner Daniel Snyder is where we begin, apparently wanting legal protection, he says, if he agrees in the end to sell the team. Those demands are angering NFL owners, apparently. They're even renewing talk of voting him out altogether. The Washington Post reports this week that Snyder is demanding fellow franchise owners and the league shield him against future legal liability costs if he sells the team. Two people with direct knowledge of the NFL's inner workings and the owners' attitudes have been speaking with the Post, we're told. They report that Snyder's demands include a threat to sue if the conditions are not met. That has angered some owners and renewed discussion about the possibility of taking a vote to remove Snyder from ownership of the commanders altogether if he does not sell the franchise. Now, WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace this morning reports the team released a statement late Monday night denying the Post story, saying the story posted by the Washington Post regarding the transaction process, that is, involving the Washington Commanders, is simply untrue. WTOP at 3.05. Former Roman Catholic Cardinal and Archbishop of Washington, Theodore McCarrick, may not stand trial for sexual assault. Attorneys for the 92-year-old defrocked bishop are asking a judge to dismiss the case, saying that Theodore McCarrick has dementia and is not competent to stand trial. McCarrick pleaded not guilty in September last year to charges he sexually abused a 16-year-old boy at his brother's wedding reception in Massachusetts in 1974. BishopAccountability.org notes that since 2018, 14 minors and five adults have accused the former D.C. Archbishop of sexual misconduct. The court filing says an exam found McCarrick's mental state seems to be, quote, worsening rapidly, which will impair his cognition and memory. The prosecution requested to do its own assessment of McCarrick before a judge will decide if the trial moves forward. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP now at 306. You don't often see the word terrorism in criminal cases, but Virginia actually may start using it when it comes to fentanyl, the opioid that's led to scores of overdose deaths. Fentanyl would be officially labeled a weapon of terrorism in Virginia under legislation that passed in the state Senate and the House of Delegates. The bill would add that terrorism language and increase the potential prison sentence for those caught selling fentanyl, tacking on an additional two to ten years behind bars. Republican State Senator Bryce Reeves, a strong supporter of the move. Until we take a bold step and start going after these folks... It's going to keep killing our kids. It's a personal issue for Reeves, as his daughter's fiancé died of a fentanyl overdose. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A Virginia bill heading to the governor's desk would require schools to be notified when employees are arrested. The legislation was introduced by Senator Scott Surville after a Fairfax County Schools counselor continued working 20 months after being arrested for soliciting prostitution from a minor in Chesterfield County. Correspondence from police to the school was never delivered. I think we kind of cleaned it up and, and built in some redundancy to ensure that errors aren't going to occur. The bill would require school districts to have updated contact info on file. Circuit and district courts would also have access to the information. The last kind of person any parent would ever expect to have working in her school would be a sex offender. And I think it's absolutely critical that we have systems in place to prevent that from ever happening. If the governor signs the bill, it will then go into effect in July. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Working nights. 
Meanwhile, the governor, Wes Moore, is pressing lawmakers to speed up an increase of the minimum wage in Virginia to $15 an hour this year instead of waiting until 2025. The governor says his proposal will take some work as lawmakers are reluctant to change the timeline right now. The bill would increase the minimum wage to $15 in October instead of New Year's Day of 2025 for businesses with 15 or more workers. Maryland's minimum wage went up to $13.25 an hour in January. It's scheduled to reach $14 an hour on New Year's Day 2024. Stay tuned. It's Tuesday morning, February 28th, 2023. Glad you're with us here at WTOP, where the time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Right, the good weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, good morning to Rich Hunter with this is early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, the caution if you're headed out this morning, uh, temperatures are above freezing, so no worries about that. But we do have wet roadways, and with the chilly temperatures, things can kind of get a little slick, especially bridges, ramps, and overpasses. So please take it easy out there early. Now, latest incident is northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just north of U.S. 50. As you leave D.C. 295, headed on to Maryland 295. The crash at least blocking the two left lanes. So you're squeezing by to the far right. There was still more response on the way there, so be careful. Southbound side of the parkway, okay, getting down to the district so far. Uh, nothing else in your way. Now, over in Potomac, had the closure since late last night on Montrose Road, west of Seven Locks Road. At last check, that was still shut down each way. A crash which involved the tree down not only across the roadway, but across the car that hit it as well. The good news is there was no serious injury, just waiting on tree crews to get that cleared up. Uh, if you're traveling in the district, westbound or inbound York Avenue at the 3rd Street Tunnel did have the westbound lanes blocked at least temporarily. Traffic redirected through the side streets to get around the closure. Eastbound or outbound New York Avenue was open. Southbound on 16th Street Northwest, just south of P Street, you're under police direction getting past yet another crash. Virginia 95 southbound before the exit for Dale City, exit 156. Crash there confined to the right shoulder. All lanes are open. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Warm temperatures as we make our way through the end of February into early March. First off, your Tuesday, cloud cover early, but then sunshine in the afternoon, going for a high of 62 in the city, cooler to the north and west. On Wednesday, high temperature of 63, plenty of sunshine. And on Thursday, I'm going for a high of 69 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 42 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 42 in Oxon Hill, 41 degrees. In Sterling, we are looking at 40 degrees straight up and holding at our nation's capital. This early 3 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, February 28th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. This latest check brought to you this morning by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. Money news each half hour at twenty at uh, ten and forty on WTOP. Checking out with Bloomberg for a preview of your day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Altria Group hasn't given up on its ambitions to move beyond tobacco. Sources say the maker of Marlboros and other cigarette brands is in discussions to buy vaping startup Enjoy Holdings for at least two and three quarter billion dollars. A deal could be announced as soon as this week. The chatbot battle is heating up, and Facebook parent Meta Platforms is making it clear that it's working on artificial intelligence-powered tools, too. In an Instagram post, 
Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the company is creating a new top-level product group that will focus on AI. Tesla shares are up about 100% since bottoming out in early January, putting CEO Elon Musk back on top of the list of the world's richest people. A 5.5% gain in Tesla shares yesterday boosted Musk's net worth to just over $187 billion. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. How can you experience the ultimate in luxury while also getting the best possible value at the same place? Seems contradictory, right? Well, it happens every day at Diamonds Direct as we bring together the best of all worlds for our customers. We take pride in our showroom atmosphere being both lavish and relaxing. It's our selection, which is truly breathtaking and yet attainable. It's our diamond experts who are technical in their knowledge, but at the same time, warm, engaging, and caring. This is what makes Diamonds Direct a unique and captivating place where we constantly challenge the norms and redefine shopping expectations. Regardless of whether you want a simple gold band or the most intricate custom design ring, we love making it happen. And whether you're in a t-shirt and shorts or a three-piece suit, you'll be treated like family and we'll go out of our way to make you comfortable and happy. Come and experience a different kind of jewelry where we're as practical as we are romantic. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Directions and store hours online at DiamondsDirect.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. More and more abandoned graves keep getting found at the chapel where the American Catholic Church was first organized. Recently, Cardinal Wilton Gregory met face-to-face with the descendants of those African-Americans buried there. It was a solemn, special, and emotional prayer service in front of hundreds of rediscovered graves, a chance to offer overdue recognition for the hundreds of souls buried and forgotten on this hill. There is a lot of work that needs to be done. People are finally finding out what, what happened. Stephanie White of Upper Marlboro and Jeremy Alexander of Fulton both found their way back to this area after their ancestors were sold off to plantation in the South. Anna Mahoney. Say their name. Arnold Jones. Say their name. This is important to have them recognized and honored, you know, for what they did. And Cardinal Wilton Gregory vowed those once forgotten will be held in honor in Bowie by those of us who remain. John Dome in WTOP News. Dirty to the world of entertainment Tuesday morning. Broadway stars gathered for a concert at D.C.'s Howard University last fall. Tonight, the concert airs on PBS at 8 p.m. called Black Broadway. The idea was to celebrate Black Broadway. We had a huge cast of phenomenal people who came together for one night only. D.C. native Nova Payton will perform I'm Here from the Color Purple and I'm Not Going from Dreamgirls in a star-studded lineup. Corbin Blues singing Make Them Hear You from Ragtime. Norm Lewis singing Corgi and Bass. One of the songs that stuck out for me was that he chose to do Waiting for Life to Begin from What's on This Island. The concert will also feature guest conductors and student choirs from Howard University and Morgan State University. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. 
Millions of Americans of retirement age. Having enough green and savings is one of the biggest challenges these days, especially when you consider recent Wall Street losses that are shrinking 401k plans. CBS correspondent Mark Strassman breaks down the numbers for us. Daniel Fitzpatrick's original goal, retire at 60. He's now 64. Fitzpatrick's a senior planning executive making low six figures with money worry. What's your timeline for retirement? Work till I'm 70 and then to look for something part-time afterward. The national average for one person to live comfortably in retirement, roughly $967,000 in savings. Every retirement scenario is different, but that's $74,000 a year for the average American worker to live out his retirement. What's troubling? The typical retirement accounts balance $144,000. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. <clears throat> Mom, Dad, Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie will have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity Internet during our limited-time Xfinity 10G Network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required, and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless filling and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to Internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. WTOP at 317. Good morning. An update on traffic and weather a minute away. Got a grumpy teenager at your house? If so, you'll want to listen up. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. Adolescents who feel a great sense of purpose may be happier and more satisfied with life than their peers who feel less purposeful, according to a recent study. We know that adult studies have found that a sense of purpose in life is an integral component of well-being. It fuels hope and optimism and has a variety of positive effects on individuals' physical and mental health. Well, now we know the sort of outcome is also true for an adolescent despite their still developing brains. Plus, adolescents who are characteristically hopeful are still in the throes of developing their identities, making choices that reflect who they are. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is All Well and Good. The biggest names in politics. Whoa, that's news. Are we at a tipping point? Face the questions you want answered. We walk the American people through what happens next. Are you saying you did not ever hear of such a deal? Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan. WTOP at 318. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks... Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Still busy in the district right now, and, and especially in Northwest. New York Avenue westbound as you approach the 3rd Street Tunnel. The westbound lanes are blocked by the crash. Again, you're redirected into the side streets to get around the closure. Eastbound traffic was able to get by. The good news is volume is light, so delays have been brief. Cleaning up the crash southbound on 16th Street, just south of P Street Northwest. And there, you're under police direction. Should be getting by in at least a single lane. If you're traveling over in uh, northwest, uh, Farragut Street remains closed between 5th and 7th Streets. That has a result of emergency utility work. And Perry Street in northeast was closed westbound between South Dakota Avenue and 18th Street. That has a result of water main repairs. Again, 
Perry Street, one way westbound at that point. Now, uh, leaving the district, going north on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just north of U.S. 50 John Hanson Highway, the crash along the left side, you stay right to get by. Southbound on the parkway, all lanes are open getting into town. Uh, if you're traveling on uh, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, north of the Beltway, headed up toward BWI, good start this morning, I-95, free and clear between the two Beltways. 270 South and Frederick down the both loops to the Beltway and Bethesda looking good. Uh, still haven't gotten the all clear on the closure of Montrose Road west of Seven Locks Road. It was due to a tree down across the roadway from a previous crash. Southbound 95 in Virginia, just before you get down to the exit for Dale City, exit 156, right around mile marker 157. Crash there remains on the right shoulder. To celebrate 50 years of fun and games, the Maryland Lottery just launched the 50 year scratch off. It has a $5 million top prize, the largest scratch-off top prize in Maryland lottery history. Please play responsibly. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. The last day of February will once again be on the warm side, at least from D.C. areas to the south. We'll see some cloud cover early this morning, but then more sunshine late in the day. High temperature in the upper 50s to low 60s. I'm going 62 in the city. On Wednesday, plenty of sunshine. High temperature of 63. Thursday, only for a high of 69. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are looking at 42 degrees in DuPont Circle, 38 in Germantown. You're waking up to 41 degrees in Annandale, 40 straight up and holding. In our nation's capital, this check brought to you this morning on WTOP by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. It's 320. Top stories we're following on WTOP Tuesday morning for you. The White House orders TikTok off of government-owned mobile devices within 30 days, one month. Are you fond of that catnap, if you will? A sleep expert says this week shorter ones are better for your health. Keep it here on WTOP. We'll have full details. More news in 60 seconds. Stay with us. Bring your friends, family, and coworkers and meet at Walk MS Washington, D.C. on May 7th. Walk MS creates the space where people living with MS and those who care about them can gather to shine a spotlight on a disease that affects nearly 1 million people in the U.S. Together, we are stronger. Start or join a team today at walkms.org and help us to create a world free of MS. That's walkms.org to learn more about starting or joining a team today. This is WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with Welcome us. Welcome the morning and out to school. About 60 students braved the rain and cold nights air outside the Supreme Court this week. They were camping out to be first in line for tickets to hear arguments over canceling student loan debt today. In the pouring rain, the GW a cappella group The Pitches sang to encourage the students who hope to get inside the chamber. Among them, Kayla McMonagall of Temple University. She says the case is critical to her. I am a sophomore in college and I'm already $20,000 in debt. Max Lubin of the group Rise, which advocates for Free College says if the court upholds President Biden's student debt cancellation plan, it will be life-changing for millions. It would mean that more people can not only pursue their education, earn a degree, get a higher-paying job, but they can also get married, have families, buy a home someday. Outside the Supreme Court, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. In health news, more children in Northern Virginia are expecting, experiencing depression and anxiety these days. That's according to a study by the Community Foundation of Northern Virginia. That study finds that in 2022, 37% of the region's high school students experienced clinical anxiety or depression. It reports inside NOVA. Now, it also found apparently 10% of the students surveyed seriously contemplated suicide. According to researchers... 
focusing mental health outreach at children who are at high risk for being sad or stressed may help the situation. So when making your kids get enough sleep, they say. If you or someone you know, of course, having thoughts of dying by suicide, call the Suicide Crisis Hotline at 988. That's the Suicide Crisis Hotline. The number is 988. Buying a home these days is a major decision, and knowing the best cities for first-time buyers may help make the decision a little easier. From wellness and culture to affordability and the job market, Bankrate has released its annual Best and Worst Metros for First-Time Homebuyer Study, and D.C. came in last. The place that was kind of surprising and that really dragged down uh, the, the D.C. metro area was the job market rank. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with Bankrate. He says soaring home prices during the pandemic haven't come down much and make the transition from renting to buying difficult. That's something that millennials throughout the country are facing, but it, it's especially acute in the higher price markets. D.C. did make it to the top 10 when it comes to wellness and culture, but overall, Austin came in number one for first-time home buyers. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Some experts say scrapping AM radio in electric cars, well, it's not such a safe thing to do. Seven former FEMA administrators have written a letter to the government saying the lack of AM radio in some newer electric vehicles could cut off drivers from important safety alerts, especially when bad weather rolls in. Automakers like Ford have removed AM radios from their electric models. The company claims AM frequencies affect noise levels and create buzzing sounds in EV systems. But AM radio signals cover at least 90% of the U.S. population. And according to Nielsen, about 47 million people listen. Monica Ricks, CBS News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. WCLP News Time, now 325. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think Red. Our early morning check out with Mr. Rob Woodfork Tuesday morning. The Washington Commanders brought to a close the objectively disappointing Carson Wentz era after just one half season in which he had the league's second-worst QBR and fifth-worst passer rating among starting quarterbacks at the cost of two quality draft picks and a $28 million cap hit that prevented the team from upgrading some other key positions. Now, Washington is likely to turn to Sam Howell as their quarterback, but what about Wentz in his first try at free agency? One of two things, Dan Orlovsky says on ESPN's NFL Live. Find a team that has a starter that's a little bit in question, the Miami Dolphins, and maybe go say, I'm going to be the backup. And we know Tua has history with injury. The second thing is, maybe he's done with football. He's been beat up a ton. He's got a ton of injuries. He's made himself a ton of money. Maybe Carson Wentz walks away from the game. Veteran safety Bobby McCain was also released, bringing the total of cap savings to more than $30 million roughly two weeks before the start of the new league year. In college basketball, Howard's men and women each return to the win column with a victory at South Carolina State. They will close out the regular season at home Thursday against Norfolk State. And Maryland has to like this week's AP Top 25 bowl. The women's team rose two spots to number five, and the men's team returned to the rankings at number 21. 